0: Hello, this is Mike Van Meter and I'm the host of the Recovery is Possible podcast. I want to thank you for today for tuning in and listening to this program, which is designed to help those that are in recovery and to encourage those that need to be in recovery and also to support folks that have loved ones that that need to be in recovery as well. And I just hope that you can glean some information from what we talk about here today that will help improve your life. So today's topic is going to be. Uh, this is not a high speed program. So high, you know, high speed people uh, need to be in recovery, and I would put myself into that category. I was kind of a high dr- high speed, low drag person when I came into to recovery and you know, looked for perfection. When I first entered into recovery, you know, I wanted answers and I wanted answers now and I wanted to get well now, and that's just not the way that it works. You know, this is not a high-speed program. It's a a long-distance race. It's something that takes time. It's something that you have to be patient with, but it is something that you have to be consistent with. Now, I have a friend of mine that attended meetings, uh, meetings that I attended, And he's from Ireland, and he has this mantra, if you will, this saying that he uses over and over at meetings, which I think is just really appropriate, and that is that not drinking is an essential part of recovery. Not drinking is an essential part of recovery. And what he meant by that was, it is difficult for you to really make any progress in recovery If you continue to drink now, we go to meetings, we read literature, we go to lectures, we listen to podcasts like the one that you're listening to right now, and we fill our heads full of information, and that's great, and that helps support us in our recovery, but at the end of the day, you have to not drink. It is as simple as that. You understand that this whole program is designed towards you not lifting up that hand and putting a drink into your mouth and into your body. That's what this is all about. So not drinking is essential to recovery. Sometimes things in life are just that simple. They just are. And that was my friend's uh, point. Every, every, every meeting he would make that point. And I used to think, well, why does he keep saying that? And then it dawned on me because he's correct. That's why he keeps saying that. Now, we get frustrated because it's not uncommon for people to come into recovery and want to work step one, which I'm, I'm powerless over alcohol, my life has become unmanageable, and then they want to jump straight to step nine, which is where you make amends to other people. And they think, okay, well, I got sober yesterday, so I'm well now, so now I want to go out and just tell everybody that I'm sorry for what I did to them. It doesn't work that way. There's a whole lot of steps between step one and step nine. And there's a reason why the amends process is step nine and not step two. It's because there's a lot of work that you have to do before you can get to that point. You need to change, and you need to be ready, and other people need to be ready for you when you get to that point. So it takes time, and we get frustrated because the change does not happen as fast as we want it to change, but we have to have patience, okay? So, the only thing that, the only part of perfection and recovery is that we not drink. And that was what my friend would talk about. Because the whole program is progress rather than perfection. We're going to have our good days, we're going to have our bad days. And sometimes we get frustrated with ourselves because we're not working uh, as, as well as we think that we should. Recovery is not coming as fast as we think that it should. But we have to be patient with ourselves and just realize that it does, does take that time to get better. And to me, if you've not had a drink or a drug in the last 24 hours, then as far as you're concerned, that was a perfect day. Did you meet the goal? And the goal was to not drink, not drug, allow your body to heal, allow your emotions to stabilize, uh, and, and just get one more day behind you Were you able to do that? Then you were successful. To me, that is a successful day, right? So, you know, the the 12-step program is often misunderstood too because people say, I hear this all the time, you know, AA didn't work for me. Alcoholics Anonymous did not work for me. Well, why didn't it work for you? Because I didn't stop drinking. Well... Let me address that here for a minute, because this is something that I figured out in recovery, and that is the 12-step programs actually don't get you sober. 12-step programs keep you sober. They don't get you sober. They keep you sober. And there's a distinct difference between those two concepts. You go to detox, you go to treatment to stop drinking or drugging, and you go to 12-step meetings to keep from drinking and drugging. Hopefully that makes sense right there. You stop, and then you support your ability to stay stopped. Not drinking is easy. Continuing to not drink is difficult, and that's why we go to meetings. That's why early on you go to meetings every single day, and that's an important concept that people need to understand. Now, why do we do that? What are the 12 steps all about? Well, the 12 steps are, uh, it's, it's really kind of a spiritual program. It's a, it's a, it's a guide to spiritual development. And why is that important? Because that spiritual development helps us stay emotionally balanced. And the 12 steps and 12 traditions, which is one of the, uh, conference approved pieces of literature that, that we read in the program actually talks about this. It, it talks about how resentments resentments are the number one killer of addicts and alcoholics resentments because it's the getting pissed off at someone it's getting upset at someone being upset with your life being uh, upset with your circumstances whatever the case may be it's becoming upset that will make you emotionally unbalanced and will make you go back And your brain your brain telling you that you know what will fix that a drink or a drug or whatever your, 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 your presenting issue is going back to that will make me feel better. So therefore that's what I will do. And the 12 step program helps you not do that. It helps keep you emotionally balanced. So you don't go back to that first drink. You know, our, our brain is. You know, th- this is a disease of the brain and people need to understand that. Addiction is a disease of the brain and it is the only disease known to mankind th- that tells you that you don't actually have it. It's the only disease that does that. And we go to meetings to keep that in perspective and keep that in the forefront. And that's why when you go to meetings, people are always talking about how um, they're always introducing themselves and then talking about what their addiction is because you have to keep it in the forefront and you have to keep under reminding yourself that your addiction lies to you and it tells you that you don't have it and that you can go back and that this will make you feel better. And it will not make you feel better. It will actually make you feel worse. Because you have to understand that alcohol is a depressant and we get upset and we get depressed and then we drink or drug in order to feel better. When in reality, if you're depressed, the last thing you should be doing is having a drink because alcohol is a depressant. So you're pouring a depressant on top of your depression and it never ends well. So what do we do? We work on our emotional balance and we pass the message on to other people. That's your job once you get into recovery. That was Bill Wilson's great discovery. His great discovery was that by one alcoholic working with another alcoholic, that keeps the alcoholic sober, helps keep them sober, whether the other person ever gets sober or not. That was his great discovery. And that's what our mission is, is to work with other people. That's part of what I'm doing here today in talking to you is helping myself because whether you benefit from this podcast or not, fact is I benefit from it. And that's the great secret is we help ourselves by helping other people. It's magic. It's great. It's fantastic. And that's what we want to do. Now, being the perfectionist that we are, and sometimes being the perfectionist that I am, I get frustrated with people. I get frustrated with people because they don't get it as quickly as I think that they should, or they maybe they don't get it at all, because you know, that's going to happen. And that used to frustrate me early on. But I have to have patience with people, and I have to sit back and realize that I was in their shoes as well. I did not get sober right away. It took a lot of work. It's a lot of work for other people. But to stay on the mission, stay focused and realize that your job is to put the message out there. Share that experience, strength, and hope. And hopefully, the seeds will take place and people will get better. But know that you will be helped in that process. And in doing that, you have to admit, and when you get frustrated, you have to admit that if you are in sobriety, no matter what your circumstances are, if you've lost a job, if you've lost a loved one, if you've had tragedy strike in your life, the fact is, your life is a thousand times better today than it was before. You have to admit that. And Whatever your problems are, you have to turn those problems over to your higher power. I had a friend of mine say to me one time, when I was really upset about something and I was complaining about it, and my friend said, did you pray about this? Did you turn this over to your higher power? Turn the problem over. Don't make it your problem. Make it your higher power's problem. And In my case, that's God. I have a belief in God. And turn that, that problem over and let it go. And that's a concept that we have to work on. I have to work on that constantly because what it does is it prevents us from getting what's called the screw it. meaning where you just give up. When you say screw it, who cares? Who cares about what's going on? I, I'm just going to go out and I'm going to drink or I'm going to drug. That will never, there is not a problem in your life that taking a drink or a drug won't make infinitely worse than it already is. Think about that. You do not have a problem in your life that a drink or a drug will not make infinitely worse than it is right now. So don't allow the screw to take over your life. So there was also a concept that this, and why we go to meetings, is if you have a problem in your life and you don't know what to do about that problem, when you go to a meeting, the fact is there's probably somebody there that does know what to do. So if I don't know what to do, maybe they do. And so that's why you work with uh, your sponsor. That's why you work with people in the program and you develop that big network and consult with people because addiction is isolation. And I used to want to solve all of my problems by, by myself and take care of things myself. But today I have a network of people that I can work with and I can share my problems. I can share my concerns. I can seek advice. That was something I never did before. I tried to take on everything on my own. I tried to solve all of the problems by myself but now I can go out and consult with other people and share those uh, problems and insights and get advice from other people and most importantly, take advice from other people that know what they are doing. Whatever problem you're facing, you will likely meet somebody in the program that has faced that very same problem and they can help you. Get out of your problem by helping others. Whenever you have a problem in your life, The best solution is to get out and help others with their problem. Because the magic of this program is that as long as I'm helping you with your problems, I'm not in my head thinking about my problems. And that is a great help to me. And I find that whenever I go to meetings and I'm working with others, that when I'm working with them, I tend to focus less upon me, which is all a good thing. So with that, that's today's message. This is a, um, not a high-speed program. It's a long-distance race. I hope that this podcast has helped you. Maybe can help someone else. If you know someone that can benefit from this information, please pass it on. And I thank you for joining me today. Please check out my Facebook site. Um, you can get my email there. Please reach out to me uh, with questions, concerns, comments, and I would love to, to ta- talk with any of you out there. So this is Mike Van Meter. This is the Recovery is Possible podcast. Thank you for joining me, and I'm out.